Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Okay, Christos Anesti is the Greek uh, greeting for the resurrection. Christos Aftonf is the Coptic one. Christos Aftonf, Chen Omet Mi Aftonf. So, we're still living in the joyful 50 days after resurrection. And today is the fourth day, or, or the fourth week of the after resurrection. You may have noticed that the church readings are not following the normal monthly Coptic calendar, right? Like as we do, for example, uh, before the Holy Land or after the Pentecost. Those 15 weeks, 8 weeks in, uh, the, during the Holy Land and 7 weeks during this joyful uh, 50 days, we have a different curriculum. The church has completely different curriculum than what we are used to have during the normal year. Those 15 weeks are considered very special for our lives and very special for the church as the body of, the, of Christ. These 105 days or 8 weeks, they summarize the salvation plan that God put for us for our salvation. They take us from the very early beginning of the falling, the reading, if you remember, still remember, the Holy Land readings, the prophecies, it takes us from the very beginning of the falling of the man and the distortion of human nature, all the way to the resurrection, and because there was a savior that was needed to restore the picture of the falling nature of man. And during all this time of the Holy Land, the, the readings, the prophecies, the teachings, the week after week, we were in a journey escalating and putting us in front of us the picture of how will the, the sacrifice or how will be this Savior, the Messiah, will be. Then come the resurrection and the joyful 50 days after resurrection till 40 days after that we have the ascension and then 10 days after ascension we have the Pentecost. This is now a completely different curriculum. We are living with the resurrected Christ and the church wanted to show us who is this resurrected Christ and to tell us who is this, uh, the divine groom for our church that is taking us from death, the, in, the, from the, in the beginning of the Holy Land, all the way to the way of the cross, resurrection, and later on, like in few weeks, the ascension, and to prepare for us a place in heaven. So, the reading of today, if you have noticed, most of the, uh, the readings, or all the readings of, the, of, of Sundays uh, are taken from the Gospel of St. John. Uh, you, today the reading was taken from John, John 12, and just a quick review about 
what were the very first few readings in the last uh, weeks in, uh, after the Resurrection Feast. The first week was Thomas Sunday. Thomas Sunday, that was a, a very important milestone or a, uh, a, an important station to start with. That was the, where we, the, the, the Lord Jesus wanted to affirm the faith of the, of the disciples and to tell them that I am the one that was on the cross a few days ago. I am the one you, that you are seeing today and you can still touch. I am the one who was living with you over three years and I am the one that ate with you and taught in, in your cities and healed the sick and I am the same one that I am, I resurrected and I am alive now and today. So this, that was for affirmation of the faith. The second week, uh, the, we, the church put for us a, uh, an important message that the Lord Jesus is the bread of life. And the reading was taken from John 6. The bread of life, that pointing to the altar and the Eucharist and the ultimate sacrifice that Abuna at the end of the, of the liturgy saying in, uh, like in a very loud voice that this body is given us for salvation, for the remission of sins and an eternal life for, for whoever is partaking from him. This is the way of life and this is the medicine that we take for life, eternal life. The third week, which is last week, the Lord is the spring of the living water when he was meeting with the Samaritan woman and giving her, he is the spring of the living water. Uh, fourth week, which is today, the Lord Jesus is the light. The Lord Jesus is the light. Next week, the Lord Jesus is the way, and the last two weeks are after ascension, uh, we are talking about the Holy Spirit, because... By then, we will be waiting for the Holy Spirit to ascend on the disciples and the believers. So let's go back to, in, to today's Gospel. Today's Gospel, the Lord Jesus is teaching the multitude who are following Him. And in this passage, there are three types of listeners. There are three types of listeners. The first type of listeners, those who are the sons of light. The disciples, or those who are faithfully followers and believing in the Lord Jesus, and they believe that this is the Messiah who was sent to the world. So these are the sons of light. The second group of people who didn't, those who didn't believe in him, although he had done so many signs before them, people that seeing signs, miracles, the, those probably most like or the, the high priests or the Jewish leaders back then, maybe some of their followers. But there is one third group that was very critical here, which is among the rulers, many believed in him, but because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue, for they loved the praise of man more than the praise of God. So three groups of people. People who believed, people who did not believe, 
and those who believed but could not confess or reveal their faith. I believe that today, these days, we are seeing all these three groups everywhere. And it is not just the time of the Lord Jesus that this group came and then it's over. This is something happening every day. So, let's talk about the sons of light, for, for example. This, these are supposed to be the children of God. These are supposed to be the congregation, the church, the body of, of Christ, which is all who are gathering here. And, and so we are the sons of light. And, by the way, the sons of light is the term that was taken from the Sermon on the Mount, that you are the sons of light. Uh, those who are that the God is entrusting to deliver his message to the world or to show his light to the world to show his teachings to, to deal with others in a different way to, to talk to the others with a different way so their manners their behavior is completely different than the others so because they are light they are the light of the world to guide the people they, to give them understanding of, on how should be the pure life is or how the life with God is God, God's light to the world through these people to give them the message of God's forgiveness God's acceptance it's, if, they, if these people, when they are dealing with us, if the people outside who do not know God see in us an, the acceptance, the uh, forgiveness, all the, the kindness, they definitely will understand and will come closer to, to know more. Why are you dealing with me like this? I want to understand what's your background, what's, what do you have inside that makes you different? How can you so tolerant? This is because we are the light of the earth. The, God, the light of the earth is giving hope that anytime you are coming back to God and you want to repent faithfully, you are accepted. When you want to give up your like previous life, you are accepted. And the fatherly bosom is widely open to accept everyone. So this is the life, this, this is the light or the, the job of the children of God as the light of the world. I, I may repeat this word again that we are here for a purpose. We live in this era around the 21st century in this spot of planet earth for a reason. To be the light for that place for this era. And, and this is the purpose we, that God 
insisted that to put everyone in the place he is living and in every spot or every job he's working or every school he's going, this is based, based on his ultimate plan for you and for the salvation of the people who are surrounding and dealing with you. The Lord Jesus said, a little while longer the light is with you. Back then when he said that, he, he also mentioned, he also wanted to say that he has shorter time than they ever thought, then he will be crucified and he will, will go to death. So he said to them, a little while longer the light is with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. He who walks in darkness does not know where he is gone. And this is also a warning for us. Like when he says, a little longer the light is with you, this is a warning for us. Because our life is, is the only, our lifespan is the only time we have this chance that we walk in light. After that, it's too late. So our lifespan life is the only chance that we can walk in light. To choose wisely, wisely and make the right decisions where we go and whom to follow. There is a lot of things and philosophies in the world that a lot of people are following, but for us, we have to, to, to take the right decision, we have to walk in the light. Needless to mention that there are, the, the world does not give true light. Maybe some flashes here and there. Flashes of uh, lifestyle, flashes of knowledge, science, fame, possessions, flashes, just flashes. But the true light is only in Christ. So don't be uh, tricked by the devil that the true light can be found anywhere else away from God. This will take me to the second group of people. This is an easy definition for those. Those who didn't believe, when the Lord Jesus said that a little while longer, that the light is with you, back then he wanted them, he was also addressing those who are not believing, be careful, do not fall in this trap. And yet they didn't listen, and know what? They ended up killing him, betraying him, and uh, crucified him at the end. So the, the point is that while you have light, believe in the light, that you might become sons of light. That was the message that the Lord Jesus wanted to say to the people who were following him, and it is also for us today. The problem is that the people today are seeing more evidence than ever, like uh, discoveries, scientific evidence. These are the signs. Maybe back then when they were seeing the signs that the miracles that the Lord is performing, it was an eye-opener. But today we have more discoveries than ever. We have science evidences than ever. And yet the people are still not believing and still going away from God, denying His existence and trying to find different paths or different explanations 
to all these what they are seeing. It came by chance. Everything came by chance. So, I'm not going to talk a lot about this group of people. But what I want to say here, that they need us. This group of people, they need us. They need us to show them the way and to be light for them. They need us to pray for them, to put their name on the altar. They need us to be good example and to enlighten their paths with our lives, with the Christ that we have inside. Let me move to uh, the third and last group of people because this may take a little while longer. This is the most critical group of people, by the way. Those who believed but did not confess. By the way, we are not trying to point fingers on anyone. We're not trying to put any blame or uh, judge anyone. But this is a gray zone here. Those who believed and did not confess their, their faith, this is a very gray zone. They couldn't live their faith in public. And I'm not asking anyone, how am I living my faith? Or am I living my faith in public or not? Uh, like during the Holy Land eating falafel, during the, like uh, praying uh, or reading the Bible or talking with, or not using the same language and vocabulary that the people are using around me. There's a lot of things. If, if, I'm, if I believe, it, it will show in my language. If I believe, it will show in my behavior. So, these people who could not confess or could not show their faith because they were afraid to be cast out of the synagogue, think about it. What are you afraid to be cast out from? Are you, are you afraid to be cast out of your cool group of friends? So... You don't reveal your faith? What are you afraid to be cast out from? To be cast out from just uh, the bunch of, uh, like, uh, the close co-worker to the boss? What are you trying, why are you afraid to be cast out of the synagogue? These, these people, this is what the, like the Lord was warning the angel of the church of Laodicea in uh, Revelation uh, chapter 3 saying, So then because you are lukewarm and neither cold or hot, nor hot, I will spew you out of my mouth. Hot, like believer, cold, non-believer, but you are in, in an area in between lukewarm so this is not an accepted uh, reference this is not something that God is, will keep long he will spew out of his mouth think again what is the synagogue that you are afraid to be cast out from and does it worth to 
to stay in this synagogue. I'm not saying the synagogue as the place of prayer, but the synagogue is a group of people, let's say. This synagogue, whom are you afraid to be cast out from or to be rejected from? Because you're revealing your faith. So, and to summarize this, I, I just want you to remember the first thing, that we are supposedly, we are the sons of light, to give guidance to the world. And those group of people who are non-believers, they are expecting us to be guidance for them, and to show them the light of God, and they see it in our life, so they can follow and understand who is God that we are believing in should be. And the third group that is in between, believing but not confessing. This is, I hope that we, we cannot be like this kind of people who live this kind of hypocrisy. They live but cannot confess or they afraid to confess. May God grant us wisdom and guide us in his light as long as there is light and to help us to be light for others around us. And glory be to God forever. Amen. Amen.